Hey, this is Kelly Fleming, and you're listening to Make a Scene Canada on Pacific Northwest Radio. Hello, bonjour. This is Cheryl Jardine, and as Kelly Fleming said, you're listening to Make a Scene Canada on Pacific Northwest Radio. Make a Scene Canada is sponsored by Zed Productions. Zed Productions is a full-service production company offering the best studios and services to suit your project and budget from recording to mixing and mastering. Contact Sheldon Zaharko at sheldonzaharko.com. On Make a Scene Canada, I'm excited to promote Canadian artists, introducing you to them and their music. If you love the show and you would like to donate to Make a Scene Canada, please visit pacificnorthwestradio.com and click the Donate button. If you're interested in sponsoring the station or Make a Scene Canada or advertising with the station, please get in touch. Our email is pacificnorthwestradio at gmail.com and in the subject line put Make a Scene Canada or Pacific Northwest Radio or perhaps one of our other programs at pacificnorthwestradio.com. Right now while you're listening to the show, find us on social media, Instagram and Facebook at Make a Scene Canada. We also have a group page, Make a Scene BC, where you can post your upcoming gigs. Give the station a like at Pacific Northwest Radio and follow the station on Twitter and Instagram. On tonight's show, I'm going to share my interview that I had with the talented and lovely Kelly Fleming. So this is a track from Kelly from her last album. The album is... No Static. And yep. this is In My Dream, and you're listening to Make a Scene Canada on Pacific Northwest Radio. In my dream, you play the most interesting roles. In my scheme, I play a part in a world made whole. My eyes, 
in Trenton, Ontario, and grew up in a small military town in Ontario, Nova Scotia, and on Vancouver Island in BC. She relocated to Vancouver, BC to go to university where she founded and fronted iconic band Hazel Motes. The environment, the status of women, and modern dislocation are common themes in her music, which has been described as literary and Baroque pop due to the soaring vocals and melodies, jangly layered guitars, and literary lyrics. She has toured across Canada and the Pacific Northwest, gaining a following on stages in Vancouver and beyond. And I'm sitting in a beautiful park right now with her. Welcome to the show, Kelly. Thank you, Cheryl. So I want to go back to the beginning for people that may not know your path in life. How did music make its way into your life? And can you remember the first moment when you felt it more than anything else that music was your calling? Wow. Yeah, that's casting way back. Um, You know, ever since I was a little kid... Um, so we're talking probably five years and above. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I loved music and I, I wanted to write little songs. So I was always writing little songs and writing poetry. Um, and I think when I was like nine or ten years old, myself and my best friend Holly Fredericks in, in uh, Waterville, Nova Scotia, we put together a band one summer. And nice. we even uh, auditioned all the kids in the neighborhood. Oh, That's crazy. I started early. (laughs) Nice. Okay. I like that. And you were in Hazel Moats, and I'm pretty sure I've shared a stage with you before when you were in Hazel Moats. I'm I'm positive about it because when I was kind of going back through some of my stuff, I'm like, yeah, I seem to remember that. Maybe the town pump. Maybe, or the yeah, Railway Club. Or the Railway Club, or Girls with the Guitars. Girls with Guitars, yeah. I think I that's think probably, that's what, it probably was. what it was, yeah. <laughs> so how many <laughs> albums did that band put out? Uh, you know, we Hazel Motes put out one full-length album, but four or five EPs. Okay. They're kind of in the days when putting out a full album was almost beyond reach, and financially, unless you had like a record deal or something like that. So we, we self-funded one and then did did the series of EPs and cassette tapes. Cassettes? I know. Oh my God, that's amazing. (laughs) So are they available for downloads, the Hazel Mode stuff? They are actually. um, I'm working on reissuing them. There's one available right now on Bandcamp. Okay. Yep, the very first one, I think released in 1991. Oh, awesome. It's going quite a ways back. Wow, okay. I like (laughs) it. Yeah, and I'll be releasing... A series of them over over this year. Okay. So if people find me on Bandcamp, just Kelly Fleming, uh, you can get to the 
hazelnuts links from there. Awesome. Yeah. Now, you were recently in the studio, the warehouse, with my producer, also Sheldon Zaharko. Yes. Love who Sheldon. Is super talented. Oh, my God. So let's talk about the recording. I, I love that studio. Isn't it amazing? Yeah. The when you walked in, you probably just, just went, oh, yeah. oh, my God, I'm in heaven. Yeah. There's just magic. And the, the day we had there in February with Sheldon was amazing. We just, I don't know, there was something about the energy and the chemistry with the band. So that the songs came together really quickly and everything sounds beautiful. And working with Sheldon is, it's so easy. And yeah. he has such a wonderful artistic sense. Absolutely. Yep. I saw someone say on Facebook recently that he's the best kept secret in Canada. And I, I agree. Yeah, it's not going to last much <laughs> no, longer, No, I though. know. Yeah, he's up for another Western Canadian Music Award, yep. so for engineer. He's yep. he's just, it's a matter of time before he's unreachable for us. I'm I like, know. oh, good thing he's my friend. I can still call yeah. him and go, hey. know. <laughs> oh, man. How many tracks did you guys do in the studio? We did three okay. at the beginning of February, and we're scheduled to go in again June first and second and I've been furiously writing awesome because my goal was to have six songs ready for that session so oh. five are ready and I'm just working on the last one right now oh that's great so, yeah it's exciting. exciting and who is your recording band so we have Ron Yamuchi on piano and keys awesome. yeah and Ron and I collaborated on the last record and as a songwriting duo. Oh, cool. So, yep. So it's great to be working with Ron on that again. Tony Lee on drums and Aaron Trory on bass. Yeah. Yay. We just had him on the show not too long oh, ago. Oh, yeah, that's so, right. Yeah, with that's, that's right. Yeah, yeah that's we'll cool. have, we'll have um, Scott Fletcher will come in and play some guitar and probably a few other instruments and Kara cool. Craker on violin and might add a few other people along That's the way. fantastic. Yeah. Oh my God. And you're releasing this fall. I kind of creeped you on your webpage. <laughs> so do you have a release party planned yet or? Not yet. Not yet. Because when we, if I do those, that'll be nine songs. So I've got three more. So I'm looking for another session probably late summer, early fall. So we'll see how the scheduling goes and maybe look to a late fall early winter there. release okay. yeah, for the full record yeah awesome but a series of singles so you know we're planning that's the way to go yeah you know yeah. everybody's doing that now that's it's what, it's, it's kind of yeah the old way of like putting out the full album you know where you have to stress out you can probably just have mp3s and yep. put them up so yeah we have to yep. be creative these days on how we're actually putting our music out for it's this true. new world order yep. right it's true yeah yeah different consumption yeah so I want to play a new song from your recording Great. with Sheldon Zaharko this is Vanishing of Bees and it's just been released yesterday yes you're listening to Make a Scene Canada on Pacific Northwest Radio
And if you just tuned in, I'm with Kelly Fleming, and you just heard a brand new track that was released yesterday called Vanishing of Bees. So I want to talk about that song. What does that mean to you, and how did it come about? Yeah, you know, um, I have found the last couple of summers in Vancouver really challenging. People talk about seasonal affective disorder in the fall and winter in Vancouver with the rain. Of course. I'm finding summers really difficult because of the heat and the smoke and just the reality hitting about climate change and very concerned and I'm very concerned about the future so um, last summer it it really affected me and I was doing all kinds of reading about impacts of the changing climate and one of those impacts being on bees and uh, and reading quite I was reading quite a bit about colony collapse disorder so I, I just started I don't know, really delving into that. As a songwriter, I kind of felt that, uh, you know, writing songs is a way of hopefully instituting change or spurring change. So that song kind of grew out of my malaise of the world around me. Um, and I was thinking back, I wanted to put myself in back into my shoes as a child and oh, think about nice. the wonder and the, the love of the world I experienced as a little kid running around, you know, seeing bees and seeing the trees. So there's all those images collected in the song. And, and I think you did a good job. Oh, thank you. Yeah, definitely Thanks. incorporating all of those. Uh, so make sure you guys check that out. It's on Spotify, iTunes, yep. everything right now. So you can platforms. grab it. Yeah. Can I say one more thing about it? Of course it? you can. So the proceeds to the sale of that single for the first month or so are going to the David Suzuki Foundation. That so, is fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you guys, make sure you download it now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so you have three other albums under your solo career. Your third solo CD, No Static, reached number one on CITR's charts in April 2018. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, that was pretty fun to see that. You know, a a friend sent me a little text with screenshot of the charts that was like, hey, look at you. I was like, oh, wow, that's so You're fun. Like, thank like, you for thank sending you, that. Thank for all the radio play. And- no kidding. Because I think a lot of time as artists, we don't really know what's going on around us. No. There's so much. And then all of a sudden you, you, you discover something. You're like, oh my God, I'm on this platform or I'm on this or, yeah. you know, so it's kind of cool that way. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty heartening to see that. Okay, cool. Now, we've been dancing around each other for a while now on Facebook, and I got to interview your wonderful manager, Nora Holtby, last fall. So let's give a huge (laughs) shout-out to Nora right now. Yay, Nora! Yay, Nora! (laughs) I love that woman. How did you guys meet? You know, Tony Lee. 
who who I'm playing who's playing drums in my band and plays in probably 30 other bands in Vancouver. Yeah. <laughs> he connected us. I said, you know, I really am really looking for somebody to, to help me out because I'm finding that it's too much of a load for me administratively and thinking about who to contact. And he said, oh, Nora's starting up a, a little business. Awesome. So, yeah, we connected about a year ago and we've been going full speed ahead since then. So Yeah, she's a real go-getter. She is. So you, you've got a, a good team I'm so thrilled behind to work you. with her. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and then we finally met again. I mean, when we were playing shows and stuff and we kind of connected, it's just like you get on stage and it's like, hey. Yep. But we actually got to meet at your sold-out show with Jane Sibbery at the Wise Hall. Oh my yes. God, what a show that was. <laughs> How you. did you meet Jane? What was that connection? I should preface this with that I've been a huge fan yeah, no kidding. of Jane's career and music since I I was 19 years old. Um, so uh, it was a thrill for me to play with her. You know, I, uh, how did we connect? She was offering a workshop mm. a couple of summers ago, an online webinar on oh, okay. Be Your Own Superhero. Right. <laughs> I remember seeing that. Yeah. And I, I was actually on medical leave. So it was like, this is a great thing for me to do. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't feeling great. And it's like, I did this Be Your Own Superhero workshop and it completely perked me up. And I think, and as part of that, she offered Skype, follow-up Skype sessions. So we did a couple of those and just connected that way and then communicated over email a couple of times. And, and then when she was in Vancouver, we chatted a couple of times at shows. And then I said, Hey, do you want to do a show? And she's like, yeah. Oh, it was just that it. easy. <laughs> hey, Jane Sibbery, would you like to do a show with me? Oh, that's awesome. She's so generous and fun. Like she's absolutely, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had her on Make a Scene Canada. That's right. So I, I did a nice that. interview with yeah. her. And she was just, it was really such a heartfelt, yeah. you know, interview. I, I love it. It's one yeah. of my favorite ones I've done. Oh, awesome. Except for this one. Oh, this is a great okay. one, too. <laughs> <laughs> so are your performing band members different than your recording band members? Or is it pretty much the same? No. It's pretty much the same right now. Um, yeah, you know, as as long as I can keep them in t- in the gigs, I, yeah. you know, like that's that's the challenge. With I mean, everybody has to have day jobs yeah. and schedules and families and all that of stuff, course. and many other bands they're playing with and their own projects. So logistically, it's been working for us right now, and you know, energetically too. Cause yeah. They're, they're great. Musicians. Oh, they yeah. are. It was so yeah. fun watching you with those oh, guys you. on stage. It was really great. On social media, um, I've seen a few political environmental pieces on your pages. So how important is it for you to use your platform to raise awareness as an artist? Very we touched important. a little bit in the beginning. Yeah. but Very important. You know, I feel like if I'm going to contribute to the world in a meaningful way and my passion and what's close to my heart is making music and singing that that's the best way for me to do it I feel like as an artist I have a role and I think even an obligation to to speak about what I see around me and raise awareness for sure no that's really good I feel exactly the same way definitely here's another question another Deep question. Okay. Uh, the music industry has changed so much in the past 10 years. Like yeah. We've seen the dramatic changes. So what advice, and I, I ask most of the people that come on the show, would you give upcoming artists who are trying to get above the noise? That's a really good question. And, you know, it's, as you indicated, I mean, it's changed so much yeah. in the last 10 years, too. You know, I would say, one, like, get your music out there on social media, you know, on the platforms, 
perform and understand the, the business side of things a little bit. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you know, you have to have a, a good, what they say, quote unquote product in order to, to get there. But that's right. The business side is so important. And that's the part that it took me a number of years to figure out. Not that I have it all figured out, but I feel like I'm getting some momentum on the business side right now and understanding, you know, like, oh, I should be looking at this grant here or asking this person about this. And maybe this is another piece of advice is don't be afraid to ask questions. That's right. Because people are so interested usually in sharing what they know and and talking to you. Yeah. That's what I've learned. Okay. Yeah. Very good advice. <laughs> Worst gig ever. You don't, you don't have to name the venue if you don't want to, but if you want to, go ahead. <laughs> or situation or... Okay. Um, wow. Well, you know, there have been a lot of them when there were probably two people there. And you could say that's the worst gig, but, you know, the two people that were there loved it. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I would have to say the worst gig, and this is a bit of a, bit of a story, um, was when I was touring with Hazel Moats. This would have been in the 90s sometime. And it was in southern Ontario. I won't say where. Okay. Which town. It was a university town. And we played this show. And uh, I got harassed by these guys afterwards who wanted to beat me up because they said I was a dyke. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was the worst gig ever. So, oh, that's awful. Yeah, it was, pretty, it was pretty bad. I wrote a song about it, so I'm okay. You yeah. know, I, I worked through it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, at that time I had, I think there were two guys in my band. So at that point they were like, okay, we're in protection mode here with, you know, because we're surrounded by all these drunk and partying mm. university students. And yeah. they weren't so so keen on having somebody who maybe presented as queer singing wow. in their venue. So that was probably the worst gig ever. That's really sad. That's yeah. hopefully is not the case anymore. Not that I encounter, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if, what it's like for others. What about yeah. as a woman? Have you had any <laughs> um, interesting <laughs> scenarios <laughs> besides love. that one? You know, it's a little bit harder for women. I mean, yeah. we, we still struggle. It's going to take a while. You know, it you're is. in a room full of male musicians. Yeah. You're recording or whatever. And usually the men are being asked the questions instead of yeah. the woman. Have you ever found any of those types of... Definitely. Yeah. And thanks for asking. I appreciate these questions. Um, you know, I think uh, I can remember many sound checks where, you know, it was clear I'm the, the leader of the band. Right. And the sound guys and I say guys because they were always guys at this point would yeah. always go to the men in the band exactly. and they'd refer them back to me you know you've got to talk to Kelly like she's in charge here and they'd go back to the guys or you know after a show I'd have guys come up to me and say oh I want to kiss you you know I loved your singing can I give you a kiss and I'm like no why why do you need to kiss me can you shake my hand <laughs> yeah that's all buy my cd I'm not gonna kiss you <laughs> I'm just not going to kiss you, okay? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, okay. Definitely. Interesting. <laughs> uh, last night I saw the tea party, which was oh, absolutely amazing. amazing. Oh, my God. And it, it super fired up my engines for my band head because we're that rock thing. But, uh, yes. yeah, they definitely inspired me. And so the energy and the deliverance of the band was so amazing. Are there any bands that inspire you or fire you up right now? Or even if bands that yeah. have been in the past... Well, I mentioned James Sibri earlier. Yeah. Definitely. 
You know who I'm listening to a lot right now is uh, Vampire Weekend. Oh, I th- okay. I think I'm late to the party of discovering some of these groups, yeah, too. Yeah, that's okay. Um, but, yeah, I love the lead singer's voice and just how the, the arrangements of their songs. You know, it's pop music, but yep. it's very interestingly constructed. I love Florence and the Machine. Yeah, I love her voice. Oh, my God. Yeah, so Pretty much amazing. passion. Yeah. yeah. So they're too, Arcade Fire. Arcade Fire is good. Too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where can people buy your music? Ooh, uh, well, they can be directed to various platforms from my website, which, which is, is tinforest.com. So it's tin like the metal and then forest like a group of trees. Okay. Com. That's easy. Yeah. Or they can find me on Spotify or iTunes. Just type in your type name. Type in Kelly Fleming, K-E-L-E. It's the first name. Yeah. And Fleming with one M. Okay. Now, <laughs> do you get, this is totally off topic, but you brought it up. Is it hard for people to... Uh, like pronounce your name sometimes yes are they like is it keely is it because <laughs> yeah. sherelle i get everything yeah yeah it's insane you must get the emphasis i do yeah <laughs> it's like, that's not my name yeah. so i actually phonetically write it out sometimes oh, if i'm being smart. introduced yep so and i noticed you did that on your website which is really brilliant definitely you know and, and that was something that nora suggested it wasn't something that that i that i thought of doing so speaking of business sense you know like just helping media folks understand how to say your name is helpful yeah. so I do get that I get Alec and Keely and Calais and Calais is kind of nice <laughs> Calais. sounds a little French <laughs> you know <laughs> awesome <laughs> do you have any last words that you'd like people to know mm. about Kelly Fleming wow, shows okay. coming up in the next little while yeah I've got some shows I've got a festival on Vancouver Island in July mm. in the Cowichan Valley Oh, awesome. Which festival? The 39 Days. We're of playing summer. there too. Oh, really? oh, wow. Stone Poets. What day? Oh, cool. Can I think it's July 6th. Oh, I'll have to check. That would be awesome oh, if we were doing the same, the same time. Day. Yeah, <laughs> I know. We're great. on at 4 o'clock. Um, we were on at 7, but Mark plays with Prism, and Prism actually has a show over there. Oh, great. So, yeah. Oh, so that's good. I'll check and see. Okay. That would be fun. I'll let you know. It's so fun. It might be the 7th thinking yeah okay i'll text you okay um so great. that's cool so 39 yeah. days of july yeah. right and yep. that is with the duncan showroom guys that's right have you played that room before i haven't oh, i've heard great things it is it. beautiful and like the videos that you get to are okay. amazing so okay. yeah check it out. talk to them about that yeah okay, cool. and uh i'm playing the international pop overthrow festival david bash is yes. an old friend of mine yes <laughs> yeah. yeah and then uh Right at the beginning of September, the Cascade Room with uh, Preston and Fletcher. Okay. So, uh, that's in Vancouver? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so that's what's planned so far. And probably got some things coming up in the fall. I'm going to focus on Vancouver Island and kind of the lower mainland, kind of a 150-mile radius from yeah. Vancouver. Okay. Shows. Yeah. I know that Nora's trying to put something together for Stone Poets and you. Yes. Which be fun. That'll be really exciting. Got on the road together? Yeah. I'm looking oh, forward to that. getting in trouble. I know. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Kelly, for being on Magazine Canada. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You bet. Okay. And that's tonight's show. Thanks for hanging out with me. Please take some time to check out Kelly Fleming's social media pages. You can download her music and go see her live. Head to timforest.com for more information. Leave the station on 24-7. It's music online all the time. Find your favorite programs at PacificNorthwestRadio.com. And if you miss a show, download it on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes. 
it's all there waiting for you. Big shout out to my Make a Scene Canada sponsor, Sheldon Zaharka from Z Productions. All you rock stars ready to record your new album or single, check out Z Productions at sheldonzaharka.com. The music that you're listening to right now is from my band Head, recorded with Sheldon. And you can hear more Head at headmusic.ca and check out my other band Stone Poets that Sheldon also produces at stonepoets.ca. Don't forget to listen in every Tuesday night at 7pm Pacific Standard Time to Make a Scene Canada here on Pacific Northwest Radio to discover your next favorite artist or song. I'm Sherelle Jardine, musician and music lover. Find me on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Go check out some live music this week. Only we can prevent more venues from closing. Take a few minutes out of your day, share artists and make a scene Canada and Pacific Northwest Radio on social media. Together, let's make a scene in 2019.